Ho, 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 yeah, it's the Causeway Living Podcast Christmas Special. <laughs> Merry Christmas, friend. Today, I wanted to do an episode of the podcast for Christmas. This is going out on the back of today's Santa Splash. At the time of recording, it's Sunday the 19th of December, and this is going to go out tomorrow morning. And earlier on today, I had all the festive fun with Team Dash and Splash. We did a special event where it was for most people just the Splash. So it was billed as Santa Splash, but in good old Dash and Splash tradition, anyone who wanted to go for a run beforehand, they were encouraged to do that, make their way back to the beach for 10 a.m., and just like old times, everyone gathered up on the beach, gave them a bit of a heads up of what to expect in the cold water. We did a few deep breaths and strolled out into the sea for lots of laughs and fun and sneaking in all the health benefits of down-regulating from stress and teaching the nervous system to become resilient and all the stuff that nobody cares about but actually gets the most benefit from whenever they uh, turn up just for the crack of getting into the sea in their Santa hats. If you want a little bit more on Dash and Splash and the Santa Splash in general, check out the previous episode. I kind of went into a bit of a background on Dash and Splash, how it came to be, what it's going to look like probably going forward. But today I'm probably going to share a little bit about my experience with Dash and Splash, the Santa Splash today, and just my experience this year with Christmas in general. It's been a different one, I can say that much. (laughs) And I've had a big revelation this year. In the past, I haven't been the most Christmassy person. You might even say I was a little bit grinchy. Now, that word wasn't even in my lexicon about a month or so ago. So you can see there's an evolution going on here. (laughs) There is growth. And uh, I would not have understood the subtleties of that word uh, not all that long ago. But uh, it was it's probably probably pretty accurate, to be fair. Um, not necessarily being like an anti-Christmas person, but uh, not the most festive. And really, it doesn't, I think, warrant diving into the depth of why this came to be. But I certainly had a feeling in the past that Christmas was all about Christmas Day. And the big revelation I've had is it's not. It's the festive season. Like, it's all the stuff around Christmas Day and, like, leading up to it that can be the super fun things. And and I figured this out because this year I've actually had a Christmas coach. Or at least that's what I've been referring to my girlfriend, Holly, as. <laughs> she... Uh, quite unlike me in the past, uh, is a very festive person. She is very Christmassy and has, I can definitely say, given me my best Christmas ever. And it's not even Christmas yet. (laughs) So uh, it is because of all the stuff on the run up to Christmas. Honestly, like Christmas Day itself, now it could be like meh, whatever. And, uh, And that wouldn't feel like a big deal. Whereas in the past... You know, you have these months of build up to Christmas Day and, you know, it never lives up to two months of hype from uh, from Halloween. And now, like, you know, I just realized like that's not the be all and end all. Like we've done so many cool things. 
and in the past like past three years i like haven't put up any christmas decorations of my own i kind of felt like well kind of what's the point i'm just here at home on my own and like i'm not super in into it i'm not against it but like i'm not like it doesn't bring me any extra joy to be sitting there on my own with um like a tesco plastic tree <laughs> up and uh yeah i just never bothered but this year i've done all sorts of christmasy things i've had uh, a real tree brought into my apartment and you know it's been really funny actually <laughs> the process of me getting into christmas like i've had to uh find the parts of it that like really speak to me as an individual and i think that can only happen as you get to know yourself as an individual truly so i'll give you a few examples whenever uh, <laughs> holly and i were talking about uh, setting up a christmas tree and she was really looking forward to, to decorating and that was something that you know she does um and at her home uh, the idea came up to have a real christmas tree and just the idea of having an actual tree in my apartment, like a big tree in my apartment, was the thing that I was like, oh, sweet, like I get to have a tree in my house? How cool is that? <laughs> so, and me as a person who just likes spending time in forests, the thought of having uh, an actual big, um, you know, pine tree <laughs> in my house was... Uh, uh, was a bit of a thrill so that, that got me on board and uh, you know and even like we went and got the tree we picked out perfect tree as well I mean this thing is uh, very shapely and um, we got it home got it set up and we didn't get to decorate it straight away just the way the timing of things we had to leave it for like three or four days before we both had time to make an evening out of like decorating the tree and, and having a nice time with that but I was really digging just having this like naked tree in my house. Like, why can't that just be a thing all the time? <laughs> it's a bit of a bummer that like, yes, it doesn't, you know, it, it's essentially going to die. It's not in the ground. But um, yeah, the novelty of having an actual tree in my house, uh, very, very easy to get behind that. So <laughs> one example of things that are easy for me to like start getting into the way of, of Christmas. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, other novel experiences as well i think that's probably the thing like i'm a big fan of new stuff in my life and new experiences and novelty and i think most people you could say the same for and without going on too much of a tangent here i feel like potentially the only reason why someone wouldn't be very fond of novel experiences would be related to fear I feel like it's a really human thing, like a really inbuilt core human thing to seek novelty and, and new things. Like humans have adventurous spirits and why we've populated the whole globe instead of just staying exactly where we were. And uh, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I can even look at my past to be honest and think like I was terrified of doing new stuff whenever I was a kid and through a lot of uh, growth and time and development you know I'm all about those new experiences now and uh, yeah like having a new train in my apartment for example <laughs> like uh, uh, just that was that was a cool thing but also other new stuff and uh, Holly really delivered on the Christmas coaching uh, set up a couple of one like a complete surprise which uh, 
is you know out of my comfort zone as much as I've just said that like I love novel and new experiences still an element of like I like to choose <laughs> those novel experiences <laughs> but um yeah this was one of those occasions uh that Holly had said uh are you free on Saturday evening and would you be open to me <laughs> surprising you and I felt like yeah you know what being together long enough that I trust you to know me enough not to surprise me with something that uh that is going to be terrible crack and my trust and faith was well founded we (laughs) rolled up into bloomfield shopping center car park and i appreciate that most people listening to this given that most people listening are not from the local area uh that's just a local local supermarket <laughs> and uh they had a big projector screen uh playing elf the christmas movie on the side of uh like a big blank part of the building and just the novelty of that was so much fun you know i got to to watch like a will farrell movie on the side of a building uh, in a car with someone i love and like that's just that's just an awesome thing to do uh, it's different, it's new, and uh, yeah, and uh, Elf, by the way, very funny movie. <laughs> I also related a lot to Buddy the Elf as this, like, uh, overgrown, mischievous elf man <laughs> who, um, yeah, who has a good heart as well, and uh, yeah, I think I ended up relating more to Will Ferrell's character than I perhaps assumed that I would, but uh, movie aside, just that experience was a cool thing and the other probably highlight for me of christmas so far um the hillsborough castle light show so again as i slightly paused over saying that because also coming back to the realization that uh, most people listening to this that will not mean anything to them (laughs) So, uh, essentially, Hillsborough Castle, I think it's like a royal castle, I really should know this, um, on the far side of Belfast City from where I am, and uh, it's like got all these beautiful gardens, and uh, over Christmas time, they set up this amazing walk with like different light shows throughout the gardens. So, for example we walked in through the courtyard and it's all beautiful and like one of the first things they have set up is this amazing arch of lights it's like a big arch tunnel of light and as life tends to work out perfectly in these ways we've just picked the last time available because we both had busy days and because we were like at the end of the walk like we had it to ourselves it was so cool we had this big light arch thing to ourselves and um had a had an incident with a lady taking our photo who was very enthusiastic and uh, uh that's probably not one to share on the podcast but uh, there's a little inside joke for holly if she listens to this <laughs> that, uh, this uh very enthusiastic lady wanted to take a picture of us under the arch and uh made it a bit awkward for both of us i suppose but um yeah it was all a good laugh and great crack as well and yeah i mean the walk continues through all these different really interesting light experiences so one of them like i'll I'll touch on my favorites uh one of them was this um, little loop where they were 
putting like dry ice, I guess, like smoke fog stuff across the path. And it was like around a kind of circular part in a band where they were firing these green laser lights through the fog. And it just was like some really surreal alien experience it was so cool and they had the nutcracker music playing which was kind of like surreal and weird too like the music throughout the whole thing was excellent and played quite loud and walking through these like green lights and smoke and uh, (laughs) i said several times much to holly's annoyance that like regardless of christmas this is just fucking cool <laughs> like all these lights and smoke and uh like loud music and like the experience for me i could do that any time of the year and i would i would be genuinely loving it like just again back to novelty like when do you walk through beautiful gardens with smoke and green lights and it was a really psychedelic experience to be honest it was really cool and uh yeah <laughs> i uh i had to remember like yes okay this is a christmas experience i'm enjoying the christmasiness of it yes i guess but you know back to the point like i'm just finding my way into christmas okay like christmas tree okay but like just actual tree in my home very cool more on board with that and you know i'll warm up to the christmas aspect of it christmas light show walk through uh hillsborough castle uh yeah cool christmasy thing but also just really fucking cool to be walking through (laughs) these like beautiful gardens with lights and smoke and music uh my favorite lights by far were uh these series of hoops that uh would light up in all kinds of different ways but the audio that they'd synced up with it it was incredible the lights would move down the sequence of hoops and uh, as the light traveled down the series of hoops it would like play sequential noises and the lights would circle around the hoops sometimes and again just very like alien surreal experience the the noises and sounds that they chose as well were quite alien as too again just like really like borderline psychedelic <laughs> and, uh, like i knew my friend nima would absolutely love this place and as much as it was uh, a beautiful experience with holly wouldn't change that from the world i would also really hope that nima comes here some year and we can just go and walk around it and trip out over all the cool lights like whoa bro did you see this like yeah bro (laughs) there's part of me that just wants to bro out over the like the trippy lights so uh, (laughs) yeah i'm extraordinarily grateful that i have my number one option of of going around the the light show with holly this year but also nima if you're listening to this podcast you got this to look forward to in future and you already know because i already sent you the videos of what the lights were and i knew your response was going to be like whoa that's awesome so again another like little inroad for me to to get into christmas just like enjoying the novel experience and the cool thing and finding my way into this thing that you're supposed to enjoy i'm gonna find my way to enjoy it and uh yeah that was uh again like i said probably the highlight there's all sorts of other amazing things there uh they had these uh big chandeliers hung up 
through the forest as well so like these big crystal looking lit up chandeliers in the middle of a forest very cool also very trippy <laughs> um all these little um i guess little torches uh, like as in like real fire torches uh, along one section as well and that was very cool uh, also a fan of the elements big fan of fire and that i always worry about saying that because it sounds weird i really love fire <laughs> but um yeah i don't really know why that sounds as weird as it does but uh, i do and you know like candles like uh bonfires beach fires like we had a dash and splash today <laughs> and uh yeah the whole experience was uh was very novel very cool and also holly enjoyed the uh, i enjoyed the christmas aspect of it too you know and i'll grow into that that's going to be more of a thing for me in the future we're we're working our way into this <laughs> Maybe that's a good segue to go into another pre-Christmas fun experience or today's Santa Splash. And like I said, the previous episode of the podcast gets into that in a lot more detail. But that was all before the fact, you know, <laughs> I can kind of give you the experience having just been through that again from the point of view of the person you know, facilitating. And that actually also leads me to say, really, this year, it wasn't so much even me facilitating it. I have to give a massive thank you to David, who is a moderator for the Team Dash and Splash Facebook group. Uh, just one of the like core awesome human beings at the heart of Dash and Splash. Uh, has been for a very long time, you know, real regular attendee you know before even getting more involved with dash and splash and even leading it several times whenever i was away and david stepped the fuck up today he delivered with some christmas cheer being honest with you like if this was just down to me uh might have had a couple of fires on the beach maybe like if I, yeah i don't know how much more christmasy it would have really got other than i was wearing uh a santa hat Santa hat Causeway living hat combo so had a had my Causeway living little beanie cap with a Santa hat kind of like tucked inside it so it was like a Causeway living branded Santa hat but let's not get into that uh, <laughs> that tangent <laughs> we're, we're on David and oh, what an awesome job he did he delivered you know he brought down uh, with Billy his partner uh, you know uh, a Christmas tree for the beach how cool is that uh, he helped me put together some fire pits on the beach yesterday, uh, ahead of today, Santa Splash. Uh, brought down a bunch of kindling and firewood and uh, big thanks to Jillian and Kieran as well who brought down mulled wine for people and yeah, uh, like a bunch of tinsel too that we like hung up around the beach and it was just really cool. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot, it was a much more Christmassy experience for having David and Kieran and Gillian, um, you know, bringing that along. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that um, that they made it what it was. And it didn't have to feel like this thing that was like on me to do, which was nice. And I got to step into the part that I'm good at. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm not having to do the part that I'm not good at. I get to do the part that I'm good at, which is essentially shouting at people and telling them to get into the water in a really loving way. 
<laughs> you can see a video of that over on the Causeway Living social media channels. Uh, David, again, stepping up this Sunday. He recorded lots of little video clips, um, which I've stitched together with some of my own video. And you kind of get like a, a splasher's eye view of what it was like to be there. You know, like I've got a few, I've just taken out some of the key things that I would have stood up and said to the group before we get into the water. Talking about taking some deep breaths and just having a laugh and crack with everyone. Walking out into the water, you're getting the whole um, splasher's eye view from David's camera going in. It cuts out to my camera shot from the side. You can see the big mass of people going in and yeah that's the bit i'm good at like essentially without getting too much into the analysis of it like holding a safe space for a large amount of people to do something scary and being very very strong in my state to help people co-regulate like to my level so a lot of people are turning up there in that beach scared of the cold water. I'm really fucking strong in my okayness with the cold water. <laughs> and now you get to see me going in, being very cool with it. Cold pun, absolutely intended. And, <laughs> you know, that's uh, there's like a co-regulation thing going on there. We're like, well, not necessarily thinking this consciously, but seeing like, oh, this guy's absolutely okay. And he seems absolutely okay with me getting in. So I must be okay. And then, of course, the person is okay. They have a great time. Not just the individual person, but the whole group are okay. They're more than okay. They're having the time of their lives in there. And again, that totally comes across in the video. There's so many laughs and big cheers and a few, oh, fuck, it's cold. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a natural part of it as well. Which actually leads me to a memory of... Uh, whenever Dash and Splash was a regular weekly thing and I would post videos like that every Sunday and uh, you would see the big mass of people going in the water and because there was like a bit of like structure and process and guidance to it they made it look really easy even in the winter time and uh, I just don't think it came across how damn cold the water was in, in the winter whenever people would see the Dash and Splash videos every week this big mass of like anywhere between like 50 to 80 people maybe getting into the water on a Sunday maybe in January and like just kind of going in and having a cheer and it was grand whereas like now if you go down to I don't know Helen's Bay or whatever and people are going out in dribs and drabs Helen's Bay is another local beach sorry uh non-local folks <laughs> people are just going out in and out on their own there's a whole lot more fuss and commotion than I ever remembered at Dash and, Dash and Splash but uh, yeah, that was um, that was a fun experience today to be back in the element of that. Really enjoy putting together the fire pits as well. It was a, in general a very fun Christmas experience, and uh, very cool to see a lot of the old Team Dash and Splash OGs. Uh, some of the guys who were really like back in the day, like core Dash and Splash group would be there every week. So nice to have them back sitting around the fire pits and you know sharing warm drinks after being in the cold water and everyone making an effort to come in like sand hats and reindeer antlers and elf ears and everything else so yeah just another one of those like pre-christmas day experiences that make christmas what christmas is which i guess is just having like <laughs> i don't know 
like warm experiences with loved ones. And this was something that I actually was like trying to unpack in my mind a little bit. And I haven't really thought about this too much, but let's just see what comes out of my mouth in this minute. <laughs> because it seems to be a thing across many cultures that there is a celebration at this time of the year. And that doesn't seem to be any surprise because it's the winter solstice and it's the turning of the days as well. The days are going to start to get longer from here. It's midwinter. This is the turning point. You know, that's a very significant thing to us as humans. So no wonder this is a well-celebrated time of year. And then as time went on and Christianity came to this part of the world, there was a decision made. Okay, well, there's a big celebration happening this time of year. Let's make that Jesus's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. Let's let's <laughs> take over the winter solstice celebrations and say it's Jesus's birthday. That's cool. Got to pick a day. Why not when there's already a big celebration? Very easy for the folks to integrate that into their lives if they've already been celebrating at that time of year. And then we celebrated the... Uh, the coming of the savior i mean that's like an incredible thing to to celebrate and yeah i mean there's very interesting other tie-ins there actually isn't there from midwinter and the coming of the new year and the coming of the light and the coming of the sun um and sun s-o-n and s-u-n and that was a big thing for uh, a lot of our recent history but nowadays whenever I feel like it's <laughs> uh, we've never lived in more atheistic times people still love Christmas but there's like no like what's the like this is the thing that I was trying to unpack like in the past people were really into Christmas because like oh the turning of the year like celebrate nature like you know we're heading back into the spring here comes the sun baby and then it was you know christianity and it's like here comes the sun baby but you know son of god rather than <laughs> the celestial sun <laughs> and um but what now like what's the thing that uh that takes that place i you know i, I don't know truthfully and there obviously is something because Christmas is so well loved and you know it's is it just the 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 sheer like pleasure in the joyous experiences with loved ones that we just decide to do at this time of the year because that's like the foundations that our current society are built on? Maybe. Does it really matter either way? Probably not. Is it interesting to think about? For me, definitely, because I love this kind of shit. <laughs> and um, I find that kind of thing really interesting. Because without like some core thing, does it really like does it stay? And then there's also an interesting question of like where consumerism comes into that as well. And does that is that the thing that kind of takes over? Is that maybe the reason why I wasn't super into Christmas for most of my life? When for me, it probably was kind of oriented around like Christmas morning presents, big meal, Christmas, you know, day. And like, I wasn't digging Christmas when it was just that. 
what I dig about Christmas from this year uh, is uh, is all the fun stuff around the day itself and ultimately just doing fun things with people that you love which really you can do any time of year but you know maybe there's just some very special specifically Christmas type ones that we get to do it this year and honor and celebrate those very specific things because this is just the time of year to do it and yeah that's one I'm curious if you are listening to this podcast and you have some interesting ideas on that jump on over to causewayliving.com slash podcast where there is a contact form send over your thoughts on that I'd be really fascinated. I'll read some of them out if anything comes through that I feel is like, wow, like, you know, Jeff from uh, Florida has a <laughs> really interesting take on uh, what is the glue that, you know, binds us together over Christmas in the absence of spirituality or, uh, yeah, spirituality, whether it's Christianity or uh, spirituality related to nature. <laughs> Uh, maybe, I don't know, Pete from Texas decides, well, I think that the uh, the Christmas spirit is to do with our, uh, <laughs> our, our connection to nature, and that's inherent whether we consciously decide it or not. <laughs> and uh, you might have, uh, you know, I'm not going to do more accents. I was going to go into a whole load of them here, but I don't know enough <laughs> enough interesting takes to reel, reel those off in different accents, so... On that note, this this podcast is starting to get weird. I'm going to wrap it up for about 30 minutes. That's good for a Christmas episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. It really feels like, this feels like quite a self-indulgent episode where I've just talked about my Christmas. Um, and hopefully there's something in that there for you. Ultimately, this podcast is just supposed to be entertainment. And uh, if there's anything good anyone takes out of it on top of that, then awesome. To be honest, it, uh, you know, the messages that I get off the back of the podcast you know with people getting in touch to say like oh that thing you said was really helpful for me and I really you know like keep doing what you're doing it's awesome like that means so much to me but also like there's always a part of me that's like wow I just like I was just I I didn't like it wasn't my I didn't know like what I was gonna say was gonna have an impact and um yeah it's really meaningful to know that so thank you to those of you who who have been positively impacted by the podcast in whatever which way which blows my mind you know that you've taken the time to like send a message and just shared that with me because it really sincerely probably means more than you know and uh and that's probably one of the best ways to just support the podcast and let me know that i'm doing something (laughs) that's worthwhile instead of just rambling into the microphone for half an hour on a on a sunday evening most weeks so uh (laughs) otherwise you can support the podcast you can do it at the same place causewayliving.com slash podcast if you're getting a lot out of the podcast and you really want to support it going forward there's different options to donate as well so you can do a one-off donation to any value but probably the most helpful thing are the recurring donations there's like three different tiers on there where you know you can put in a, a donation that goes through each month and you know it can be as little as the value of you know a couple of cups of coffee a month or something like that and 
that makes a massive difference, especially if those continue to build up. And, you know, I know that there's a regular amount of money coming in from this podcast. Like I've spoken before in previous episodes, something that I'd really love to do is to get a small studio space or just invest in more equipment to like be able to do uh, good podcasts out with other people. I want to do more interview conversational style podcasts with others because as much as I enjoy these solo episodes, I feel like the ones that I've done with Matt on here are the ones that really shine. And I know that there's other awesome humans in my life that I could have those kinds of conversations with, but very unique and different with each individual. So if you want to hear more of those, causewayliving.com slash podcast. And with your support, we can make it happen because it's never my intention to have any corporate sponsor with this podcast. I just want it to be an outlet for my self-expression and I don't want that to be hindered by... Uh, some <laughs> company saying listen you can't talk about this thing because generally those are the things that I want to talk about <laughs> and uh, yeah on that note actually I've got some weird and interesting subjects to come in upcoming weeks stuff that probably wouldn't be sponsor friendly so if you like the sound of that stay posted There'll be a new episode coming next week until then have an awesome Christmas and yeah enjoy all the stuff around the day have the best time. Don't put too much pressure on Christmas Day itself to be the big thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll catch you next week. Take care. Peace out and much love.